Well, good morning, church. It's uh, great to uh, have each one of you watching us this morning, and uh, we are excited to be coming to you live uh, online this morning. As you know, we are streaming our services into your home this morning so we can protect you and we can protect your family and all of your friends and neighbors around you. You see, I believe in my heart that real God-like love cares about the welfare of those around us. Real God-like love cares about the, the physical health of others as well as the emotional health of others and also the spiritual health of other people. So that's why we're not meeting on site today, but it's also why we are still bringing you the opportunity to worship and to hear God's word online today. Now, before I share the message that God has put on my heart for this day, long before we decided to share this online, let's pray for the health of our church family, our neighbors, our nation, our world. So would you once again just join me in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to this time I think we can all say with certainty in our heart that most of us have never experienced a time like this, that this is unprecedented. And so, Father, we come before you, our almighty God, and we ask that, Lord, you do bring health and bring hope to all around us. Lord, you are able to cause this virus to run its course and to die out. And we ask that you do that in the name of Jesus. And we join with other Christians around the world in asking the same thing. But in the meantime, Father, we pray that you would just replace faith with fear. Lord, that people's fear would be calmed and instead they would look to you and place their trust in you. And Lord, we do that same thing here at Canyon Hills today. We love you, we worship you, and we just pray that over these next few days and these next few weeks, that God, you just bring hope and healing and health and a calmness. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Well, today I'm going to continue this series that we've been calling Upstream. And in this series, we're looking at how Christians should respond when most of our nation and most of our world are no longer believing in or following the teachings of God's Word found in the Bible. And so we're looking at how we should respond because we who are followers of Jesus often find that we're swimming upstream, upstream against the current of our culture when we do follow God's Word. In fact, when we follow the words and the ways of Jesus, oftentimes it feels like people are kind of flying by us with great ease in the opposite direction, away from following God's word, away from following God's ways. And maybe you've noticed that. And so this morning, I want to share with you how you can become and remain an authentic follower of Jesus Christ in a world that's swimming in the opposite direction of God's word and God's ways. And I want to share that with you because one day 
if you are an authentic believer or authentic follower of Jesus Christ, one day you will get to see Jesus face to face. And you will get to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, come, enter into the place that I've prepared for you. And what a moment that's going to be, folks. Think about that. When you hear Jesus, when you see him face to face and you hear Jesus say that, what a moment that's going to be when you get to enter into heaven and you get to begin enjoying life eternal with Jesus and all of the others who chose to swim upstream against the culture and toward him to follow him. What a moment that will be. Now, the opposite of being authentic is to be fake. And in today's world, you can look at many items. You can look at two items and both look fairly identical, and yet one will be authentic and one will be fake. Years ago, I was taking a vacation down in Yuma, Arizona, and so I crossed the border into Mexico, and in Mexico, there was this, as soon as you got across the border, there was this awesome family market, and as we walked around, I walked by one of the vendors, and on his table, he had all kinds of watches, and I was looking at all of those watches, and, and I came upon a watch that looked really awesome to me, and it actually said Rolex. It was a Rolex watch, and so I looked at it, and I was admiring that watch, and I was, and I was considering buying that watch, and so I, I looked at the vendor, and I said to the vendor, is this really a real, authentic Rolex? And I'll never forget his words. He looked at me and he says, it is a genuine imitation. <laughs> a genuine imitation. It looked like the real thing, but it was absolutely fake. So here's the key question I want to begin with this morning. Are you an authentic follower of Jesus Christ? Can you really say that in your heart? I'm an authentic follower of Jesus Christ. Or do you look like the real thing, but in reality, you are a genuine imitation? Now, you might be saying this morning, well, yes, I'm an authentic follower of Jesus. I prayed a prayer. I committed my life to Jesus Christ. I, I, I try to be good. I try to do good things for Jesus. I, I go to church and Worship when my schedule is free. I, I, I give something in the offering plate fairly often. But listen close. None of, those, none of those answers really answers the question that I've asked you. The question is, are you following the words and the ways of Jesus? Are you an authentic follower or a fake are you starting to swim downstream more than you're swimming upstream towards God's word and God's ways? Now, maybe at one time you were an authentic follower, but, but over time you've stopped following Jesus like you once did. And that's exactly what happened to the people in one of the churches that we read about, about in, the, in the book of Revelation in the Bible. Look at this. Jesus said to the church in the town of Sardis, I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what little remains, for even what is left 
is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you have heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. Now in the scripture, first Jesus says, I know all the things you do. That's because God sees everything that we do. Next, Jesus says, you have a reputation for being alive. In other words, you've convinced other people that you're an authentic follower of Jesus. But the truth is this, you're dead. Next, Jesus says, wake up. Take a look at the truth about your life. You've been slowly falling away from the words and the ways of Jesus. Your love has been slowly fading away. Your love for God is fading away. Next, Jesus says, go back to what you have first heard and believed. Go back to that place where you loved Jesus with all of your heart. Next, Jesus says, repent of your sin and return to me once again. In other words, start swimming upstream once again. Not downstream with the culture, but upstream towards me. Now, the people in Sardis had started off great, but then they slowly faded from a real faith into a fake faith. They began to really fade. Now, I've been a pastor for 43 years in four different churches, and I've seen many where the I'm a follower of Jesus mask at church, but then when they go home, the mask comes off, and when the mask comes off, I've noticed that sometimes it's been very, very scary that they weren't a real follower of Jesus Christ. And in their home and in their lives, they were not following the ways and the words of Jesus. Somewhere along the way, the people in the church in Sardis turned their focus from being authentic followers of Jesus to followers of other people. They they turned their focus from pleasing Jesus to pleasing people. And so here in The book of Revelation, Jesus calls them on that, and he calls them to repent and to return to an authentic relationship with him. But how do we start that? How do do we do that? How do we stop playing the game if we're not authentic followers of Jesus, if our love for God has faded? How do we start that change? I believe we start by breaking up some ground. Breaking up some ground in your heart that maybe has gotten hardened against God. You see, many of us have given our lives to Jesus Christ. We've started following Him. But then over time, we've gotten distracted by other things, many times even good things. So now we don't spend time with God like we used to. We don't follow Him like we once did. And the result is the ground in our hearts has become hard hardened towards God. And and once that happens, even though God continues to send us His blessings and love and acceptance, forgiveness, all kinds of things to us, our hearts remain hard toward Him. And soon we choose to change our direction and we begin swimming downstream away from Him. So God says this. Take a look at this in God's Word. He says, break up your unplowed ground. For it's time to seek the Lord 
God is saying, break it up. Break up that hard ground and let me come back into your life. Look at this. God says, plow up the hard ground of your hearts. For now is the time to seek the Lord. He's saying, plow it up. Let me back in. Seek me once again. But how do you break up the hard ground in your heart? How do you get more of God inside your heart? How do you become a more authentic follower of God inside your heart? Well, first of all, to become an authentic follower of Jesus, make God your greatest passion. Make Him your greatest passion. There's all kinds of things that we can be passionate about in our world. We can get really passionate about sports, and man, we can use up all of our time and our energy pursuing sports, buying the gear, playing the games, buying the jerseys, going to the games. We can get really passionate about sports. We can get passionate about all kinds of things, music groups, going to concerts, being in dance, being in cheer, buying the greatest cars in the world, the the boat that we want, the clothes, the house remodels. We can get passionate about lots of things, you name it. There are lots and lots of things that we can love. Lots of things that we can be passionate about and spend most of our time and most of our resources on. But Jesus says this, look at this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. So the question is, are you loving God with all your heart, soul, and mind? Is God your passion? Is He your greatest passion? The question is, when others look at your life, is there anything that they will see that tells them that your greatest passion is to know God and follow God's ways? Anything in your life that will tell them that? That's a good question to think about. God says... Look at this. I know your deeds. In other words, he's saying, I know what you do. I know what you're passionate about. That you are neither cold nor hot. In other words, when it comes to your passion about me, you're not cold or hot. I wish you were one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. The question is, is God... Your greatest passion. Are you in a hot pursuit of God? Or are you like a cup of lukewarm coffee? (laughs) I don't know about you, but when my coffee gets lukewarm, it doesn't please me. Does it please you? Are we like a lukewarm cup of coffee? And it doesn't please God when you're lukewarm about Him. God, God says, I wish you were either like a hot cup of coffee or some good iced coffee, but not lukewarm. God wants us to be one or the other. We are all passionate about something, but are we passionate for God? I mean, is God even on the list of things that you're passionate about? Is God being pursued even close to the way that you pursue other things that you love? Listen, folks, the way you get more of God inside of you is by making Him your passion. The way you get more of God inside of you is by loving Him with all of your heart. 
God says, he who seeks me, he who searches for me will find me. Jesus then says, and he who finds me will not be disappointed. To become an authentic follower of Jesus, first of all, make God your greatest passion. Secondly, to be an authentic follower of Jesus, let God be your greatest teacher. Your greatest teacher. I mean, there's all kinds of teachers in our world, and our culture values education. Our culture values getting ourselves next to the best teachers in the world. Many of us paid boatloads of money to some college to be taught by the very best of teachers. And most of us have paid boatloads of money to some college to get our our kids to the, the very best teachers. And yet we often ignore the teacher that God has sent to us. That is God the Holy Spirit. And one of His roles is to teach us the truth. The truth that the Bible says will set us free. And His role includes both teaching us the truth and then helping us to understand the truth. But we have to be willing to sit in His presence. We have to be willing to sit in His classroom and let Him teach us. We have to invite Him to search us and show us the truth about ourselves. And so, folks, we need to begin to pray like David prayed. Test me, O Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. You see, David invited the Holy Spirit to take a look at him for the purpose of teaching him what's really going on side inside in his heart and his mind. Then the Bible says, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. And that's a call to return to the Lord's ways if our ways are different than His ways. If we are not authentically following His ways, we need to return to Him. The Bible says this, and the question is this, are you going into the classroom of the Holy Spirit of God? Are you ever sitting in the presence of God and allowing the Holy Spirit of God to teach you? Are you reading God's Word and asking the Holy Spirit to tell you what it means? Are you asking the Holy Spirit to teach you how to apply it to your life? Listen, you get more of God inside of you by letting Him teach you. To become an authentic follower of Jesus, number one, make God your greatest passion. Number two, and then let God be your greatest teacher. Let Him be the one that you sit with and listen to. Get into His classroom and listen to Him. And then third, to become an authentic follower of Jesus, give God your greatest loyalty. You know, the basic story of the nation of Israel that we find in the Old Testament is one of great loyalty to God and then almost immediately great disloyalty to God. If you read the Old Testament, you'll find the nation of Israel kind of had this roller coaster relationship with God. The Bible says their hearts, look at this, were not loyal to Him. They were not faithful to His covenant. And I believe that the basic story of most followers of God today is also one of loyalty to God and then disloyalty to God. But we can change that. And we need to change that. And we can change it by deciding to make God our greatest passion, let God be our greatest teacher, and to give God our greatest loyalty. 
And we start that change process to become authentic, loyal followers by simply asking God to change us. Asking God to start on the inside of us like like David did. Look at what David prayed, what David said to God. He said, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew. You see, he had fallen away. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. We start that change process by asking God to give us a heart that is not cluttered up with other loves, but instead a pure heart that's loyal to Him. And then we ask God to give us a spirit that is not wishy-washy, not flipping and flopping, one day with God and the next day not with God. We ask God to give us a spirit that is not constantly swimming in a different direction from His Word and His ways. But instead, we ask God to give us a spirit that is steadfast, a spirit that's immovable from the ways of God, one that refuses to swim with the sinful crowd, with a sinful culture, one that refuses to swim downstream away from God's word and God's ways. Look at what the Bible says. It says, therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. The question is, are you being loyal to God? Are you standing firm? When you are tempted, do you just immediately change directions and begin to swim with the culture and swim away from God? When you are tempted to be more loyal to someone, Or something else, do you swim away from God? Listen, folks, you get more of God inside of you by being loyal to Him and His ways. You get more of God inside of you by being faithful to follow Him. So listen close now, church. It's time to rid ourselves of sinful distractions, ones that cause us to swim away from God. It's time to rid ourselves of fickle hearts, ones that give greatest passion to all things but God. It's time for us to remove from ourselves proud hearts, ones that listen to every teacher except the teacher of God. It's time to rid ourselves from stupid excuses, ones for not being loyal to God and His word and His ways. To become an authentic follower of Jesus Make God your greatest passion. In other words, love Him with your whole heart, soul, and mind. To become an authentic follower of Jesus, let God be your greatest teacher. Listen to His Holy Spirit. And give God your greatest loyalty. That means to follow Him at all times and in all things. So listen close. And I want you to get this. Jesus came to earth to do one thing, one thing, to get you. Why did he do that? Because he created you and he loves you. He came to earth to get you. And so the question is, will you lay down the stuff of this world to get Jesus? Will you lay down the stuff of this world to get more of Jesus Inside of you, 
Listen, he's the lover of your soul. He wants to spend eternity with you. But many of you have been fading slowly away from him. Your love for him has been fading away. And so the question is this. Do you love him with all of your soul? Or have you allowed your love for him to slowly fade, fade, fade away? I want us to take a moment to ask ourselves that question. Listen to the words of this song. And ask yourself, have I been slowly fading? Not even really realizing how much I've been falling away from God. Have I been fading away? What do you see? It's a second glance that ties your hands as darkness pulls the strings. Be careful, little feet, where you go. For it's the little feet behind you that are sure to follow. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade, when black and white have turned to gray and thoughts invade. Choices are made, a price will be paid when you give yourself away. People never crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. Sin V. 
to become an authentic follower of Jesus, make God your greatest passion. Let him become your greatest teacher. Give God your greatest loyalty. To get more of God inside of you requires breaking up any hard ground that exists inside of you. It requires you to to plow it up, open it up, so you can let God back in. You see, unless you break the hard ground open, God can't move in and make your heart his home. But once you let him inside of you, once you start pursuing him with passion, allowing him to teach you his word and his ways, once you begin to loyally follow his word and his ways, you then will become an authentic follower of Jesus Christ, the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, almighty God, the Son of God the Father, and the Savior of your soul. So God says, look at this, plow up the hard ground of your hearts, for now is the time. In other words, this is the day to seek the Lord. Today, will you commit to become an authentic follower of Jesus? Will you commit to become a real deal? A real follower, not a fake follower? Today, choose to break up the hardness of your heart. Choose to get more of Jesus inside of you. Choose to swim against the culture and instead swim upstream toward God. Choose to be authentic a real follower of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to do that this morning, I'm going to encourage you right where you are, watching from your homes, to just simply bow your head and pray this prayer in your heart. As I pray it, would you pray it in your heart? Father, I want to be an authentic follower of Jesus Christ, your Son. Today, I want to start the change process So today I commit to make you my greatest passion. I commit to let you be my greatest teacher. I commit to give you my greatest loyalty. Today I make these commitments in the name of your Son and my Savior, Jesus Christ the Lord. Amen and amen.